Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome back to another week of uh, lessons in manners, lessons in etiquette, even. Excuse you, I do not. Katie said, and I quote, Are you ready? I felt like it was the morning of a vacation. And Katie wanted to leave for the airport six okay. hours before the plane takes off. I ask you every single time. And I slipped once. I slipped once. But I feel like she did it on purpose. I did not. I feel like she did it on purpose. I did not. I do not appreciate this. No, no, no. I'm being thrown under the bus. The fans are going to pick sides. And they're going to pick yours. They're going to pick yours because I said that I don't like either of those comedy television shows. I feel like fans of us, though, they're on the same side with us. Like, they know what's... what's Can I also say calling people fans? I don't know if I appreciate that. Like, that, (laughs) just something about that doesn't taste right to me. Like, if I was a celebrity, I would never be like, I want to thank my fans. Well, I'm saying fans in an ironic way, because, like... Our ceiling fans would be so proud of us. I think that's what we should call our listeners. I think they should be church fans. Like, those little paper ones on the popsicle sticks. Oh, I thought you meant, like, fans of church. <laughs> Our favorite Christians out there, I hope you're having a great day, oh. whether you're Presbyterian, Lutheran, um, Catholic. So we can establish that we don't have fans, but we have products. That's what they're called. You're our products. Our listenership, our um, subscribers, our people with ears. Welcome back to a new episode. Starting starting off rough, I should say. Getting a little feisty up in here. You know who else is feisty? Who? Who's always ready to, like, just stir up the pot. Never letting those noodles clump together. The Robbie P himself. Uh, my favorite mm. birthday boy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Robert. Yay! I didn't, I didn't get him a card. I, I know. I'm not, it's not thoughtful. I feel like he would want one of those musical cards. But, like, what kind? You know, there's the cheaply made ones. There's, like, the really extravagant ones. I feel like he would appreciate a good kid's birthday card for, you know, I was going to say Twilight theme, but I'm like, I don't want to push it. But, you know, the song's not playing right. I think he would want, like, one of those hoops and yo-yo cards. Um, with like the bunnies that scream. Or um, I think he would appreciate one of those record your own message cards. Uh, uh-huh. I think he would love that. I act as if I know this man. A blank card that just someone wrote. Like, you know, like they make those cards uh-huh. where it just says happy birthday and they intend for you to write something. But like I wouldn't write anything and there would those be the no cents. envelope. It would just be the card. <laughs> or a Build-A-Bear. A naked Build-A-Bear. With, like, one of those heart things in it that, like, beats. Mm-hmm. I got my dad one for Christmas. Me and my sister did. Because we have this ongoing joke that he hates the Doctor Strange movies. Or movie, I should say. There's only one of them. And he hates, like, it, and he does this little, like, thing with magic. I don't even know how to describe it. And he, my dad makes a sound every time he makes fun of them. And so we went to build a bear and my sister said, I will be the one to make the sound in the bear in front of the nice employee. And it's a very odd sound. And she messed up 
And when I tell you, I almost threw a fit in the Build-A-Bear because my sister could not get it right. And the woman was just like, it's okay. It's fine. Let me tell you, they got a strong, you know, personality when the little kids are in there. But when it's two adults in there, they're just like, what are you doing? Why are you here? I've only been to Build-A-Bear one time in my life because she's expensive. Like, she is not cheap. We used to get coupons for Build-A-Bear. Uh, oh my gosh, 30% off select styles. I am on the Build-A-Bear workshop website. Oh. There is an adult section of Build-A-Bear that I think is great. Um, and not adult, like, adult XXX. Um, I mean adult, like, wine, yay. So is that, like, in stores? I think it's only online. I was about to say, like, what if you went to a Build-A-Bear and you had, like, your child with him? And they they come up and they're just like, I want this one, Mommy. And it's, like, the wine one. And they're just like, it's it's for you. It's like you. We're drinking the you know, blood of Christ. Because, you know, moms drink. Ha, ha, ha. They do. <laughs> Happy birthday, Robbie P. We're the only ones that call you that. Happy 35th. Did you guys know that Lindsay Lohan is younger than Robert Pattinson? She's 34. Nope. Isn't that crazy? And I think I think she's I think she's had more life experience. That like I think the reason and I'm not saying like, oh my god, they're both moldy old pieces of bread. Like I'm not saying that at all. But I think I just thought Lindsay was older because she's been in the industry for so long. Like, we all remember the parent trap with Dennis Quaid. And those was it what they were peanut butter Oreos? Yeah. In the movies. And they pierced her ears. And they cut her hair. I love that movie. The way that I thought the mom was literally Princess Diana. I, like, I, uh. Everybody thinks that. I mean, please. She's everything. She did look identical to her. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. To both of them. Mm-hmm. Two angels. The, th- the two princesses of the world. Um, Move over Anne Hathaway. My, Anne Hathaway can stay. Over Princess Diana and Princess Diana 2.0? Well, I'm not saying she's over them, but she could stay. Can Julie Andrews stay? But she's not. She's a queen. But she was a princess once. She's the, but, but she's a queen now. She can take over for Queen Elizabeth. What about? Not, 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 not in a dark way, just, you know. What about Ariana Grande and Britney Spears, our pop princesses? <laughs> That's a whole nother realm of princesses. That's the Barbie and the princess. The princess and the popper. <laughs> I think they're. I was gonna say I think they're both poppers. They're not. They're both princesses in their own right. But all the princesses mm-hmm. at the sleepover and Princess Diaries to the royal engagement, they can get out of the way. You know what? I was gonna have a whole another seamless segment, but I do want to mention that I saw this TikTok. These two girls. They recreated the whole, like, this whole Princess Diaries thing. And it's, like, from, I think it's the second movie. And they just made, like, little clips from it. And it's the cutest thing ever. But I guess I'll mention my other scene in a second. Because that one, because I thought that was, there was going to be more to that. You know what I'm learning right now? Origami. Because what else am I supposed to do with my life? Oregano? Oregano, exactly. All I know how to do right now is a butterfly and a heart. I tried a crane. It is not working. It frustrates me. So I'm just going to stick to what I know. I've so far made 50 butterflies and they're in a drawer. If anybody wants a butterfly, 
I'll I'll sell them. Katie will be selling them um through social media. Just message her a dollar each. Dollar fifty. Dollar fifty to pay for that shipping. Oh yeah. Uh thank you. I I'm a small business. Please support. Yeah, you can catch her on Etsy at Katie's Corner with the K. And it's not Katie um, spelled out. It's K D apostrophe yes, S corner. It's my it's my initials. It's confusing because my name sounds like my initials. Because really, who says K T? Nobody. Nobody. Mm-mm. Anyways, that was such a spontaneous thing for me to open my own small business. But you know what else is spontaneous? This wonderful movie called Spontaneous. And obviously, Taylor is way better at transitions than I am. Wow compliments after the start of this episode or rocking one of that uh ex- she you know said what? i gotta get back in the good graces i just i i feel like i'm getting beaten up here and i have no defense good graces stop that speaking of good graces <laughs> Catherine langford who we all know from her previous work on a little a little underground series we like to call 13 reasons why she got back into our good graces. She said, I'm on the screen again, but I'm going to be more annoying than last time. I'll just go ahead and say this. Uh, when I submitted this movie into my letterbox, I wrote a little review saying, can somebody please check up on Katherine Langford after these types of roles? Because I'm getting a little worried for her, truly. I'm worried for my stomach. The sound that it just made, it went... Yeah, I, heard it. I heard it, but I wasn't going to say anything. I'm trying to get in your good graces. Um, Everyone, because, I'm fine. Because, like, I feel like she'd just play Hannah Baker 2.0. But, like, you know? less but, pity. Mm-hmm. Like, she clearly just doesn't care, like, what anybody thinks of her mm-hmm. in this movie. And I appreciate that. You know, I don't want Hannah Baker Baker again. I don't. Um, I am sad that um, Dr. Addison Montgomery was not playing her mother in this movie. Yeah, this mom didn't hit the same. She was just kind of there. She was like, baby, we both have blonde hair. That's how you know we're related. She was so young. I don't know how old she is in real life, but like she looked really young to be her mom. She said, Jenny and Georgia who? true i mean more like mara and mom <laughs> um so i saw this trailer for this movie a while back and i was like that looks all right i guess maybe we could do this and then we were like let's do this we talked about rotten tomatoes and how you can't really trust rotten tomatoes but it doesn't hurt to go and look at the score every once in a while and the score is pretty high on this movie so i kind of trusted it but <laughs> But you know what made me not trust it is the poster. The poster is so bad. It looks so cheaply made. I don't know what the poster looks like. It's just Catherine and Charlie just kind of like smiling. And then this free transparent background heart that looks bloody in the background. 98%. That's what I'm saying. What are y'all on? I don't know. Did, like, two people review this? I mean, it says 58. Um, I didn't think it was horrible, but it was so long. I kept looking back at the time, and I'm like, we're only 30 minutes in? Mm -hmm. It was quite long, and there were some other familiar faces on the screen. 
If you can hear the beautiful ambiance of this grasping mode, you're welcome. My neighbor likes to cut his grass every week, even if the grass hasn't grown. Uh, okay, it has the girl from Riverdale who plays Val. She plays the best friend in this. Her name is Tess, I think. And it has your boy, Charlie. He's been in a few things. And listen, I'm not going to say he's a bad actor. But Baby Boy is playing the same character again and again and again. And look, he's my age. He's like a month older than me. And look, I can't be doing what he's doing. So I'll give him credit for that. But you know, he's got his thing. He knows what he can do. And he's going to stick by it. I'm sure he's making good enough money for it. So, I mean, I haven't seen him in, like, too many things where I can judge him. But wasn't he in that movie uh, that you just watched? We were talking Riding about Riding on the bathroom a, wall or stall like or whatever. This, so, he he's the same in that movie, mm-hmm. too? Okay. I think part of it is just his voice. Like, I'm not coming for him. He has this specific way of speaking that is consistent in everything. And I'm like, maybe... I don't know. Like, it's convincing, but also not. It kind of reminds me of, like, the pick-me boys. It's like, babe, you and I can do anything if we just believe. I kind of hated his character. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to, but I did. I thought their relationship was cute and all. Like, I'm not going to hate on it. But also, people are blowing up. And y'all are just kissing each other all the time. You don't know what's causing this. You don't know if you're spreading something. My grievance, and call me uh, Lily Moskowitz if you want to, his whole personality was my dad died. Like, every two seconds was like, my dad died. I will say, I didn't feel that. I mean, when it came up that his dad died, I was like, oh, that's what Tay was talking about. And then I felt like it never really popped it up again. It came up like five times, I swear. Of being like, my dad died. And then when my dad died, and after I moved here when my dad died, I'm like, we get it. Like, we understand. Um, Catherine Langford's character, Mara, Mara, Mara. Um, I hated her. With these types of characters, I wish I didn't hate them. Because people make the argument, it's like, well, if it was a guy, you would. You just don't like it when a woman just talks back. And, it's just, and I'm like, I just think that's annoying in general. I don't think it has like, anything I like, to do with, like, gender at all. Well, people make that, like, all the time on Twitter and stuff. And it's so annoying. And I'm like, I just hate the character. Look, I hated Charlie Plummer and Catherine Linkford's character. That's equal enough for you. I don't know. I think I, I, they tried to make her this, like, cool girl and, like, quirky and, like, I don't care. Uh, but, like, some of the dialogue... And I've got nothing against cussing. Cuss away. But it's written in a way that's unnatural. I feel like that's more middle school. Like, a middle schooler just learned what the F word is. And they said, okay, we're going to use it all the time. High school, you know what it means. You know, It just felt kind of try hard to me and not in a good way. One thing I hated the most about this movie, and I'm so tired of seeing this in comedy movies or like teen coming of age i don't care the only exception is twilight i hate voiceover when it's or like a monologue or whatever where it's like people blew up but i'm in love and you know i don't know what she said in the movie i don't care but they do this whole like montage let's rehash everything with her friend 
in the beginning where they're just like, we met when we were five years old. And from then on out, we said, we're going to get a beach house and do our thing. And we were five years old at the cafe alone with coffee. Oh my gosh, that's so, I'm so sorry. I don't know if it's just me, but I'm, I really hate the trope in movies where it's like, we were best friends since we were five years old and we've gone to the same cafe every single day and and since then. Unrealistic. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there doing that, but it wasn't me. I'm not going to doubt like somebody is, has been friends with somebody that long because like that's a thing. But having a place be your quote-unquote place from the jump, I doubt it. And the same exact table. You're telling me you went every single day and that table's always been available? Because it's a cafe, but it's like a coffee shop type thing. And like, y'all mm-hmm. were interested in that at like six years old. And you mentioned this to me, how Mara is not a great friend. She's to... not. What's her name? Tessa? I think it's Tess. just Tess. I mean, I feel like we're skipping all around this room. Well, I mean, it's not really something where you need to go in order because all that happens is people are exploding and we don't know why. Well, I should say first that I feel like this movie could be made in so many different genres. And the fact that they chose a black comedy movie is very, you know, it's a bold choice. Um, Because they could have gone with the dystopian, you know, let's, let's follow the scientists why are they like why are people blowing up but but this director said no we're just gonna uh follow a couple teenagers and then one of them blows up yes charlie Plummer's character does blow up i I found that to be twisting Um, i thought the friend would have blown up and then mara's like dang i was a bad friend and my friend blew up i mean she was a bad friend like the second because like the whole reason charlie's character what's his name again um dylan dylan is like i've always had a crush on you i've always liked you girl it's because this girl in class blows up and he's like well now i have to seize the day carpe diem i mean i get it but the fun some people are like (laughs) the funniest part was like halloween (laughs) when tess was like beating him up with her little witch's broom like playfully he's like stop i don't know you like that (laughs) (laughs) that cracked me up because i thought that that was realistic because it's just like i'm dating your friend but not you please like i actually don't care about you your side plot now and when dylan blows up (laughs) i'm sorry it's like not funny but like just the fact that people are blowing up when dylan blows up in front of her she like gets all depressed and stuff Mm -hmm. and she starts drinking like a lot like we kind of knew this girl had problems to begin with but she makes it ten times more worse, and her parents are like, we don't see this. We're turning not a blind eye. Like, dad is concerned, but he's not doing anything about it. He's literally watching his kid make a drink in front of him, and he says, I have a lot of questions, but doesn't ask any of them. All the questions, none of the answers. Mm. No. And the, I think the timing of this movie is kind of weird. You know, my favorite character is the football player guy. Because <laughs> I thought he was so funny. Like, there are three of them. And I won't say their last names because that's not appropriate for our family-friendly podcast. But they were talking about one of, out of this trio, one of them had ex- blown up, exploded, 
combusted spontaneously. And they're like, and when our bro came out to us, we were like, yeah, because we're mad progressive. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And didn't he get blown he up? He did. Because they were, I think they all did. The whole... <sighs> R.I.P. R.I.P. to my youth. Mm-hmm. I did think the funniest um, scene in the movie was when all of them just start blowing up in the school. And they were all just running away. <laughs> I think the sound is kind of scary. But, like, when... Because basically what happened... Okay, let's back up for a second. Some some of this needs to be explained. <laughs> so, at first it's just, like, one girl. And everyone in the senior class, because it's only affecting the senior class, is taken into this, like, 48-hour quarantine to see if it happens again. And it doesn't. And everybody's sent home. We go back to school. Everything's normal in quotation marks somebody blows up at a football game somebody blows up at a party and then they're like maybe it's these drugs because there are these two drug dealer kids and they're like maybe Mm -hmm. it's laced with something maybe that's the issue so mara goes and meets up with these two drug dealer kids and they're about to kind of like mess her up because they got a little secret agenda but they Mm -hmm. blow up before anything can happen and that scene i thought was kind of cool that one was kind of scary like i knew it was going to happen yeah, they blew up in the car. Yeah. So, like, she, so it crashes. And, yeah. Because the guy driving, it blows up. So the girl in the passenger mm-hmm. seat has to, like, climb over all this blood. And, like, she can't see anything. And then she blows up. See, I didn't realize they were seniors. I thought they were just, like, some 20-something-year-old drug dealers. Mm-mm. Like, in town. But... It was just the know. senior class being affected. Uh... And then they're like, okay, this is becoming a problem. We have to put everybody in this, like, long-term quarantine situation. And we don't really know how long this is because I think in the beginning, it's, like, the beginning of the school year. And then, like, by the end, they're supposed to be close to graduation or something. I know somebody at some point said, like, the past seven months people have been blowing up. And that's all I can remember. Mm -hmm. And when they're in this quarantine, like, these scientists are trying to develop a drug that will stop this and it's just like a bunch of trials and people are still blowing up and the senior class gets smaller and smaller and smaller and as you can tell that as you can tell that by that it makes sense but we're gonna pretend it did they're not on a school bus anymore no it's like a tiny little mom van like that's the senior Mm -hmm. class everyone let's go to school but they find a pill that they think works because you know that explosion rate starts slowing down and they're in this classroom, and the scientist lady's like, pat your head and rub your tummy. Now jump on one foot. And then everyone. Yeah. They're just like, peace. Let's run and blow up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that kid yeah, with, like, the, the helmet. You know, that's, a, that's the biggest tragedy of them all. He said, I, t- I tried to be safe. It was scary. And he, then Charlie would- Plummer's jawbone hit Catherine in the forehead. Oof. Yeah, like, at first. I mean, all it shows, it doesn't show him actually blowing up. It just shows, like, a red screen and, like, you can hear it. So, it's like, okay, you think he blows up, but you don't know because it stays red for a while. And then you see her walking down the street with looking like Carrie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's very sad. And it was a reference because that's what she was for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but during this time, you know, she gets very drunk um and just very depressed 
because her boyfriend blew up in front of her, as one would get depressed. But she ditches her friend along the and and you know I will say I think it's more than that. She kind of ditched her friend way before mm-hmm. that. So and her friend even tried to console with her, like try to help her during this process. And Catherine Langford, Miss Hannah Baker herself said, "I don't want help. I don't want help." She just wanted to, like, be distracted and ditch school. And Tess is like, no, we have to go to school. We're about to graduate. I have to get out of this one-horse town. And I'm not going to lie. I think Mara, I kind of understood her when she was like, girl, who cares about graduation now? Like, I I was kind of in the same boat. Some people have this theory where, like, in the movie, where, like, oh, we're supposed to graduate which, like, makes no sense. Like, that's what's causing it. That's what's going to stop everything. It's like, if we graduate, I'm like... The whole movie's an allegory for, like, standardized testing stress. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Um, and then, you know, Mars starts to blame herself. I started thinking this early on in the movie because she ha- just happens to be there when whenever there's an explosion. She's the only person that's always been there. She's the consistent person and they're like she's the curse so she starts blaming herself which is never a good thing to do when you're grieving um and then she apologizes to everyone at prom and then everybody else starts to think no i think it was me because you know i wanted to be top of the class i think i subconsciously like like, i think i manifested this happening (laughs) i didn't meet when i said i wanted to be america's one and only I didn't mean, like, I wanted everyone to die. I just put it on my vision board. When I said that I wanted them to explode, I didn't mean, like, die, you know? I just meant, like, their minds would explode. (laughs) By all my brilliance and popularity. (laughs) And that's kind of basically When I said I I wanted to be top of the class, I didn't mean I wanted to be the only one in the class. Like, but the funny thing is is when everybody starts like blaming themselves and uh, like Mara is just like oh now everybody's blaming themselves I can't be the only pity party here like dang girl they're trying to make you feel better she didn't get to have her Melanie Martinez moment Mm -mm, no she did not but you know this movie it wasn't horrible I thought it was a good concept at least it's like so badly paced to the point I'm like, what is happening? It in this was movie? long and there was not really an answer to anything. Sorry, I thought I heard something. Yeah, and like I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting an answer because I think the whole point of the movie was not the whole. We need to find a cure. It was more of love. And I just wanted to know on. why they were exploding. Like I didn't even need a I cure. Did- I did too, and I think that's why this movie maybe shouldn't have been made in another genre. I would have liked to follow, you know, a whole nother storyline. Why are they blowing up? Will there ever be a cure? Was the, whatever that pill is called, snooze, sleep, something, will it ever work? What does it mean? Will Catherine Lankford keep her blonde hair? I don't know. I feel like she had a different length of hair, like, every single scene. I was like, is it short? Is it long? I don't know. I wasn't really rocking with it, but that's just me. I don't know. I will say, though, 
I haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen Catherine Langford in anything since we rewatched season one. And I think that was before we watched after two. And now watching it, I'm like, you know what? Those two sisters do look alike. I used to not think that, but I think they do now. I think they have very similar faces. Um, what was I going to say? Mm, uh, I did have a question. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the movie, when the first popular girl dies, uh, she's like, she's like a sundress, blah, 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 blah. What article of clothing would you be? Um, I would be a ripped pair of skinny jeans. But why? It's like, it's like, well, sometimes, you know, I used to be in, I used to be, in, I used to be everything, or at least I thought I was. And now I don't know what I'm doing. I just sit in the back of the closet. Now I haven't been looked at in a while. I sometimes, and I'm just on the Goodwill rack. Nobody's looking at me. No way he's looking. And for yeah. our next poet of the night, um, <laughs> I would be a winter coat. Ooh. Why is that? That's interesting. Only useful short term. And then after you're <laughs> done using me for what I'm good at, you just hang me up and forget about me until the next year. I feel like we're very similar. <laughs> we have very similar thoughts to what we are. Very similar, spontaneous answers. Wow. But with a summer dress, you could wear that all year long. Because, you know, you could wear tights under that. You can wear a jacket over it. I don't think I like the word sundress. Um, Okay. It gives me, like, boy energy. She's like a sundress. Like boys who are like, I love a girl in sundress and sandals. Like, I don't remember last time I referred to a dress as a sundress. I'm like a dress is a dress. Yeah. And like sandals. I hate that word. Sandals. I think it's because I hate sandals. Ew. Now that word sounds nasty to me. Well, it's also like sand and I hate sand. I like sand. I don't very uncomfortable for me not that i've been near sand recently but you know we should go to like um a park where they have sand but most parks have like rocks you know my nana never let me play in the sand at the park i wasn't allowed either because she was like there's broken glass in there i was like yeah oh my mom just didn't want the mess in the car Katie's mom said, I'm not vacuuming that up. And my Nana said, I'm not taking you to the emergency room. You know, I wouldn't want to vacuum it up either. It's very difficult to get sand out of things. So. (laughs) What a a change of conversation, really. Everyone share your least favorite clothing word. Ours is sandals. Sandals um, and skirt. Oh, I was going to say panties. <laughs> that word makes me want to like bleach my skin. I, was like, I hate it. 
I was like, I know how much you hate. I mean, I don't like it either. That one just is like abrasive to me. Like, I hate it. I think I hate it more when guys say it. It's like, ew. Like, it's gross. Just say underwear. (laughs) It's fine. We all have underwear. Why do women have to have a different name for it? I hate that word so much. Like, you don't even understand. I hate, um, there are a lot of words I don't like, actually. I hate the word tube top. Something about tube, it just like tube ew to me. Um, I do like the word scort. Scort. I just feel like scort something I don't get to say very often. I think we need to bring back scorts. Did they ever go away? Actually, I guess they did because now the young people in the world are like, oh my god, a skirt with shorts. I'm like, baby, they always been mm. around. <sighs> they went out of style when limited to went out of style you know what word is also gross if it's pronounced a certain way mm-hmm. leggings when people say leggings leggings ew who says it like that like some like that's how my grandma says it yeah what do you think about this these leggings <laughs> i mean to be fair my mom she does the same exact thing she just rushes through words i mean it's her accent i can't like blame her for it so, she's probably the same exact way. Leggings, um, yoga pants. You hate yoga pants? I hate the like, word. Yeah. the word? I hate them and the word. Um, I own yoga pants, but because they're comfortable. But, like, I'm not walking out in yoga pants or anything. I'm not making fun of anybody who has them. I just personally don't like them for myself. But to each their own. Mm-hmm. I remember back in the day when I used to shop at Pink. Um, I would buy their yoga pants whenever they were on sale. And I still have a bunch of them. And they're still super comfortable, but they're so long. And I don't know if it's because I'm really short. But it sometimes gets in the way. And I don't appreciate All that. All the 5'3 girlies stand up. Like five two, five three. I don't know exact measurements. I'm sitting because I'm not five three. I'm standing up loud and proud. I'm five three and I'm proud of it. As Godzilla woman at five seven. I'm sitting. <laughs> A girl said that to me. She didn't say Godzilla woman. <laughs> One time. In PE. We were I think we were playing volleyball or something. And this girl was like, was it volleyball? It was some type of game. I don't know. She was like, Taylor, you're tall. You can spike it. I was like, sick. I have never thought you were tall. Never in my life. I mean, it's been a while since we've been together in person. But like, when we would ever hang out, I'm like, I would never think she's tall. I'm not tall in the sense of like, someone who's like six feet is tall. But to like the five one two people i guess i don't know you can ask i mean i would say ask my sister but she's short for her age so for her age like like, she's like eight years old well that's how we always refer to her as sometimes i forget that she is a 19 she is an adult (laughs) i'm sorry um i'm sorry she's not growing anymore she said i'm done i'm not doing this whatever it was an active protest (laughs) 
Um, I wish I could grow like one more inch, like five four. That'd be like a good. I'd like that. I think five eight would be nice for me. You know, I remember as a kid. You know, when you go to a doctor and they're like, "So you're expected to hit this when you're like when you stop growing." Mine was always five five. Well, I didn't reach that. Imagine my disappointment when I stopped growing and my jeans are always too long for me. I always have to roll them up. You know, I'm a taller girly, but I think I just have short, like, appendages. Because, mm. like, when I was a kid, I've been the same height for a very long time. Um, I always had to, like, roll up sweater sleeves and, like, pants. Always had to be hemmed and stuff. So I just think I have short limbs. I think that, too. Whenever I get, like, a long sleeve shirt and the sleeves are too long, it's like, it doesn't look right. I hate that. I hate sleeves that are way too long. I just want sleeves that don't look wrinkled up. I hate a bell sleeve. Can I say that? Sure. I think that they're kind of ugly. I don't know. My I don't have a firm opinion. Everyone, let's just talk about clothing that we hate. Okay. I hate a beanie because I don't know how to wear them. I like them on other people, but I don't know how to wear them. I don't know how to wear them either. I just like them because they're comfortable and warm in the winter. But if you put it on, you can't take it off, and I don't like that. It's true. It's like one of those things that just, like, that your hair is shaped like that now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I hate. I mean, obviously, I hate something. I used but... to hate hoodies. And now look at you. Character development. I hated them because I felt like they were, like, too close to my neck. And I was like, I'm choking. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I do hate, um, it, I will say I called myself ripped skinny jeans. I hate ripped skinny jeans. I like some jeans that are ripped. Like I have this one pair, they're called, they're technically like skater jeans. And, she um, a skater this is a <laughs> and they have rips in them but i like that but rip skinny jeans i just i just can't do that anymore i like the levi's i'll never have these because modesty but like the old levi's that just have like the rib right under the butt that's mm-hmm. cute um but the knee rip ones i remember i had a pair of those years ago and i always felt like i looked stupid and i did i did like, I felt like I looked dumb at the time, and looking back, I did. I mean, that's how I feel about a lot of clothing. I'll look through my old stuff from high school or, like, old pictures. I'm like, I look so stupid. But to be honest, everybody did. I, that was in. But, like, you know how sometimes you look back and you're like, I look so stupid. But at the time, it like, you thought it was a look. Uh-huh. I feel like there were times where it's like, I knew what I was wearing was dumb. And, like, looking back, I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, when I wore all black my sophomore and junior year of high school and probably senior year, I wanted to be so edgy and so cool. And she was. And it's just, I thought I was. It's just, I don't know. She was giving us Hot Topic. It truly, I went to Hot Topic every single week. I was giving um, cold, unorganized essay. Um, another thing I hate, and I own a pair of these because I can't afford to get the kind I want. 
low top converse agree i've had the same low top converse since like seventh grade and i have high top converse but they're all black i like those that's i got those in my uh you know hot topic when she was in 21 pilots yes um i um i still wear those sometimes but i like i want a pair of like just classic black and white uh black and white high top converse but you know i can't get those so i gotta stick with the low top ones but i hate how they look they look so ugly and i just don't like how they look on my feet i feel that way about like low top vans even though i used to have a pair specifically the old schools i just think they look weird Mm. I do have a couple pairs. I do have an old school pair. I don't wear them anymore. I have another pair. Um, they're I guess they're called like skate low because like the skate highs. I used to just... want the skate highs, but my aunt said those look like boy shoes, and I didn't get them. I have too many pair of the skate highs. So if you want a pair, I mean, <laughs> I don't think we're the same size, but thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um. I have a lot of bear bands. I used to be obsessed with bands. She used to have the customs. Yeah, I do like those customs. So I wore them the other day. I was like, dang, I forgot I had these. I paid a lot of money for them. So I better still wear them. Never had a custom anything in my life because I'm too indecisive. I hate a, like those shirts. Thank God these are not a thing anymore. The like burnout shirts. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where they were like, she- look it up. They were like sheer and the. Oh, they were so hideous. Burnout shirts. Oh, oh my gosh, I had. I mean, me too, but they were hideous. Ew. They were heinous. Oh my gosh, yeah. They were ugly. It's like, yeah. It's burnouts are a trendy, soft, lightweight shirt. They're perfect for layering. Ew, layering. Any shirt, any like clothing item that is called trendy don't wear them nope just don't just don't i think it's cool if you want to have like a trendy moment and own one thing that is like of the moment but don't buy everything in that my advice for stuff like that if you want something just for that moment please do not spend a lot of money on it no because because i was looking for necklaces the other day and because some of mine, because I, d- I do the cheap thing, I go to like Target and buy them and you know, they turn a little brown after a while. Yeah. And you got to throw them away, but they're cheap. So it's like, I got good use out of them when I did, but I don't want to keep consistently doing that. But it's like, well, I don't think I'm going to wear another thing like that again. So, you know, they... They did good for how long they lasted. I want nice jewelry, but that's not something I think I'll buy for myself. (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I need somebody to... I would love it as a gift, but I would never, like, drop Mm -hmm. $60 on, like, a pair of earrings for myself. But also, I don't want, like, somebody being like, you know what? I know exactly what they want, and they pick it out for me i'm like no we have to have a discussion oh i would just send links i'm like this is specifically what i want this here nothing else like i appreciate the gesture when somebody thinks like oh they'll like this it's like so not my thing my mom used to buy me clothes all the time when i was young mom i'm so sorry but they were 
not it. And even at the time, I was like, because I used to not care about clothes at all, and I still kind of don't. Uh, but they were. I think of this one outfit she got me. Let me let me just describe it for you all, okay? It was a gold turtleneck, gold. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Uh huh. With these jeans that matched. They were white. <laughs> Mommy, I'm so sorry. They were white with like gold, like sp- almost, it looked like splatter paint. Girl, were you going as a Willy Wonka bar or something? <laughs> I don't know, but she said, My daughter, a fashionista. I mean, to be fair, that was a big thing back in the day. The whole gold and silver shimmery thing. So, you know, she was trying her best. She said, you know what? My baby girl's a star and she should look like one too. I mean, I had a neon moment in middle school. I would wear so much neon. I might as well would have been a club itself. Let's bring back the green utility jackets of the late 2010s. Oh my goodness. I I used to have one. I recently just donated it. I said the time has come for you to leave. I haven't worn you in years. But I had the short sleeve type. I didn't have like the long. I had the long sleeve and I still have it because it's one of those things where it's like sentimental to me. Um because mm-hmm. I wore it all the time. Memories. Uh and I have like a vest one too, like a safari. Ooh. I was different. That's interesting. I was different. That's a then. look. Please, we were we say we're different. Every other person that we knew about the same exact thing. It was like, yeah, I can't wait to put on my black and white striped t shirt, my dark wash jeans, my combat boots, and my green utility jacket. We all wore that outfit. Please, let's not deny it. That was the look, y'all. That was the look. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like we're in time for a review. So what would you rate this movie? I would give this four progressive football players who support the LGBT community out of 10. I'm going to give it five, um, five beach houses on Zillow out of 10. Wow, five whole beach houses. Mm, that's a lot of beach houses. That's like some my scene jamming in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. That was an... Can I just say, what a discussion. I mean, we had comedy, fashion. We're just hitting all of the millennial, like you know, check marks. That's another you know? word to delete. Millennial and gen anything. We're all just people. I think we need to stop being generations. We just need to start living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what we do when we live is take quizzes. A little quizzy whizzy. Let's do it. <laughs> We are taking a quiz called This A Question Quiz. We'll tell you what sense of humor you have. I love when they put the numbers in there. Uh, find your funny features. <laughs> By Gina Moore Barrett Moore. Moore? I don't know. 
Uh, a BuzzFeed staff member. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, G. Uh, pick a comedy TV show. Man, we're going to do so well already. The way that I have only seen one of these. Um, the Office, South Park, fun fact, one of my professors interviewed the creators of South Park. Dang, that's actually really cool. Journalism, baby. Gotta love it. She got those connections. Maybe. <laughs> Literally, me had a professor. <laughs> I have so many connections. You should see my LinkedIn. Uh, 30 Rock, Blackish, which has many a spinoff, Crazy Ex Girlfriend, which I've heard of and never watched, and The Big Bang Theory. Oh, I guess I've seen two. I didn't see that that was a choice. So I've seen one completely, which is The Office. And then. Big Bang Theory, it's one of those shows that's, like, on TV sometimes because my parents used to be obsessed with it along with my grandparents. They would always be like, Katie, have you ever seen Big Bang Theory? And this was back when it was really big. And I was like, no, I don't think it's for me. But I would see it time and time again. And it's like, I don't know. It's one of those – it's very, like, Gen X, you know? I, I don't even want to say millennial. It's very Gen X, I should say. These it's are like, the type of shows I just can't get with. It's like, oh, they're nerdy, but they get the hot girls. Ha ha ha. And that's the whole joke. It's kind of like Adam Sandler movies. It's kind of like Fantasyland. <laughs> Not saying they can't, but it's like, that's the whole shtick of it. And it's just like so overdone and not necessary. Um, and I don't even know what 30 Rock is about, to be honest. I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. I feel like someone told me at one point, but I don't remember. So I'm going to pick The Office after my rant about Big Bang Theory. I'm going to choose Blackish just because so many people talk about the daughter on that show because she has a spinoff called Grownish. And then the mom, who I think in the show her name is Rainbow, Tracy Ellis Ross, who I love, um, she has a spinoff called Mixed-ish. And as a fellow biracial girly, I stand. So I'm going to choose Blackish. I have never seen that show, but I, like you, have heard many things about it. I think it's on Hulu. Maybe I'll give it a try. Uh, pick a comedian. Dave Chappelle. Is Ellen a comedian? Okay, it's, I always thought, I don't know, like, back when, you know, Ellen was not who she is today. I mean, but she's always kind of been this way, but we just suddenly opened our eyes. Um, I mean, she used to do, like, comedy tours and stuff, and, like, that's how she started out, I guess. And then she just went into acting and then talk show. I don't know. So I guess she's technically me. She just hasn't done comedy really in a while. I just see her as talk show host, and I stand by that. And then we have Aziz Ansari. We're all familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali Wong, who I'm not familiar with. I've seen one of her, uh, not like entire shows, like a segment. And I don't know. I'm not like a huge fan. I'll just say that. Amy Schumer, need I say more? Or Kevin Hart, also kind of need I say more but he had a severe injury Mm -hmm. um 
Kevin Hart is more actor to me than comedian. Like, he's kind of in the Ellen, like, range where it's like, what are they really? What do they do? Um, I honestly have no idea. I'm going to choose Dave Chappelle. Even though it can be a bit much at times. I have chuckled a time or two. I have as well... I'll be honest, I have not seen anything, like, I mean, I've seen, like, Amy Schumer, but, like, need I say more? I'm going to pick Dave Chappelle as well. Because I trust your instincts. I mean, they're based on very (laughs) limited information, but I'm glad you feel trusting. Pick a Friends character. Friends. (laughs) I hate the show okay it's so bad monica phoebe ross chandler rachel or joey um so i'm gonna pick phoebe you know i feel like she's is she's i hope nobody hates me i feel like friends people really come after those who pick their favorite character and they're just like that is so wrong that is disgusting i don't know like, enough about this show i'm gonna pick monica i like Mon. i mean okay so i've only seen like one season and that was enough for me and i liked her um but i remember they did this really they have this really odd storyline with her where it's like she used to be fat and they would put her in this fat suit in flashbacks and it's just and you know the jokes were made and it still boggles my mind. I am using the word boggle here, where people are like, Friends was revolutionary because it was so diverse for the time. And I was like, Yeah, you had blondes and brunettes. <laughs> what where is the diversity of are we talking gender? Is that the diversity we're seeing here? Because there's none. Well, as a former thick-witted queen, Monica makes sense for me, so I'm going to stick with it. Pick your fave, The Office Prank. Why are all these, like, the worst shows ever? Are we ever going to get a good comedy? I'm so sorry for all the Office and Friends fans. When Steve takes Jim's place and pretends to have been Jim the entire time, literally don't even know who Steve is. When Jim dresses up as Dwight. When Jim sends faxes to Dwight from future Dwight. When Jim tricks Dwight into following fake party costumes for his garden party. When Jim conditions Dwight to expect an Altoid mint. Or when Jim puts Dwight's stapler in jello. I'm doing the Altoid because I love a good Pavlov. Um, I should also preference um, when you say, you know, The Office is like the worst show. I don't want it to seem like you're speaking for both of us. I don't hate The Office. It's not my favorite. I just think there are better ones out there. I also but, wanted to say that when I said that, I wasn't trying to speak for both of us. Oh, don't worry. I didn't think you were, but, you know, there are people out there. There are You can people. direct That's your all. office hate to me. I don't care. <laughs> I, I I hate on the office sometimes. I think it's like, I mean, it's always on our house because my dad and my mom love it. Um, but I'm going to do the Jello one because I think that was one of the earlier ones and I did think it was funny and also my dad tried to do that for Halloween one year and the way we tried to get it to work but it just wouldn't 
what a failure. But, you know, it was a good, heartfelt moment in my head. Uh, pick a meme. The Arthur Fist that we're all familiar with. Mr. Krabs, Whirlpool. I feel like the sound of that is, whoa! Obama and Biden. That's a chapter in history. Can, I did not realize this was referred to as the conceited meme, but the one where the guy has his lips puckered and he's like, mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, confused math lady. We all know her. Mm-hmm. I am confused math lady. Uh, or evil Kermit. Um, I'm going with Mr. Krabs. Also, can I say, I did not realize the Obama and Biden one was a meme. Is it like the picture itself or just Obama and Biden in general? multiple Obama and Biden. So like when Trump was about to be elected, there were all these memes of like Biden living his life and Obama being like, hey. Like Biden be like, I'm going to put whoopee cushions under every single seat in the Oval Office. And Obama would be like, hey. I feel like that is very Obama and Biden, but I don't remember that. I do um, know that one clip where <laughs> Biden puts on the sunglasses. And he's like, which one? And Obama's like, they're both the same Joe. And I think that's pretty funny. Honestly, funnier than The Office and Friends combined. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick the Arthur Fist. It's not my favorite meme, but... The DW, like, fence one where she has, like, the sunglasses on and she's just like, that's me. Mm-hmm. Pick the word that best describes you. Adventurous. Does anyone have time for an adventure? Does anyone have gas for an adventure in this shortage? In this pandemic and shortage? Please. Chill. Literally never been relaxed a day in my life. Competitive. Not me independent not me organized or thoughtful Ooh, it's the british spelling of organized okay s um i'm actually gonna say organized because for a minute i was like i don't think i'm organized and i realized i have folders that are down to the tiniest detail in my computer i think that's organized i am um I'm definitely not a competitive person. I do not care if other people are better than me. That is true. You know what? It just chose for me. I accidentally clicked and it was independent. So I guess I'm independent. Miss independent. I mean, in my head, I think you're independent. I was going to try to make a joke and I couldn't think of anything. So It's because this comedy quiz sucked out um, all the humor. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I have no humor to begin with. Uh, pick a comedy duo. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. How did they become besties? I don't know. Uh, I would guess SNL. Maybe, but like, I wonder if it was like an enemies to friends. Or were they always just like, oh. you're my girly pop. What kind of trope did they have? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. The way that was, like, written out made me confused. <laughs> Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. Seth Rogen and James Franco. An underrated duo, in my opinion. It's also very... This is very outdated, considering a few days ago, Seth Rogen was like, I'm not going to work with James Franco anymore. And that's... <laughs> 
character development. Uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Didn't even know that was his name, to be honest. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Don French and Jennifer Saunders. Don and Jen. PTO, baby. Never seen him before. <laughs> or Abby Jacobson and is it Alana? Uh, or Yana? Uh, I have no idea. I, I'm gonna be honest. Glazer. Can we also, I don't know who they are either. They're from, um, well, I know that the girl on the right is from, mm-hmm. uh, what is that show called? Oh my god, it's a show that's on TikTok all the time, and I can't remember. I have no idea. If someone said it, I'd be like, that show, but I can't think of okay. it. Okay. Um, you know, if James Franco wasn't... James Franco. I would have chosen him and Seth Rogen. Um, but uh, I'm going to pick Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Even though it wasn't a Tina who had like this whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think to be in comedy, you got to have some type of offensive moment. <laughs> so I'm going to pick James and Seth. This is the end was a good movie. I never saw that movie. I did see the interview that they're uh, on the red carpet for. It was a fun movie. I do own it, I think. It was fun. Mm. Pick pick a film. Just Okay. Bridesmaids <laughs> with literally everyone who used to be on SNL. Uh, super bad with literally everyone who does independent movies now. <laughs> rush hour which is for some reason always playing inside the nail salon that my grandma goes to literally every time i don't know if that's the only movie they have or what uh scary movie a franchise white chicks which i'll be honest never watched it know what it is never watched it or the hangover which we both have watched yes an interesting choice for a review that <laughs> we did um, so I'm actually going to choose a movie I've never seen, but I hear the hype about this movie all the time, Bridesmaids. And I, I remember everybody, lo- like everybody still talks about this movie. I'm like, okay. I have mm-hmm. seen it. It was many moons ago. I don't remember if I liked it. I just remember clips from it. I remember they played it on um, the airplane one time. That's all I remember memories i'm gonna pick scary movie because they're kind of silly but they're kind of scary i've never seen scary movie you mean you've never seen anna ferris get a knife through her head (laughs) i have never seen that no um but what type of humor do you have based on this eight question quiz i think that this really um Read my cards. Uh, where's the tarot? Dry humor because it's British. You British. have been blessed with the ability to crack a joke huh, without laughing at it first, which is a pretty hard thing to do. You probably love British te- British television shows because they have a lot of the humor you relate to your most. Um, you're like that one, um, I was gonna say girl, she's, she's a woman. Uh, oh my goodness. 
Oh my goodness, she's on Parks and Rec. I mean, she has this whole persona where she, like, she's so funny, but she never, like, she never smiles. How am I guess was, I don't, Audrey, Audrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza, I don't know. Aubrey. Not, Aubrey. You're like her. Or is it Audrey? I think it's Aubrey. I don't know. I think it's Aubrey. <laughs> you know, I, this girl that I follow, her, Aubrey Plaza's little sister, they mm-hmm. were roommates. In freshman year of college. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You know what? You do have connections. I mean. Of sorts. A girl that I follow that I've never met in my life. <laughs> but, you know. It's basically like I know them. I mean, isn't that what social media is all about? It makes us feel connected them. and brings us all together. <laughs> okay. So, I got witty humor. You, an intellectual uh, love jokes that need a certain amount of brain power to really appreciate, like in jokes that you'll only understand if you've read a certain book or studied a particular subject. You love the beauty and subtle humor rather than anything that gives itself away immediately. You know, I do like that where it's like, oh, it's from this certain thing. You'll never get it. But I don't know if I would consider that like brain power <laughs> or anything. It's just like, you know, it's just, you know. I think of witty as, like, play on words humor. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, I I appreciated it, you know. I thought it was a nice compliment. Aren't you grateful that it's not slapstick? Oh, yeah. I don't need the, um, the frat packs humor because that's not what I want. I don't need physical comedy. No. No. Can we talk about that for a second? Physical comedy. Like, everyone used to be... Maybe this is controversial. Uh, Everyone used to be like, oh my god, Chris Farley. <laughs> and I never understood it. Like, I didn't get it. Hold on. Let me... Okay, so I recognize the name, but like, when you say... I don't have like a pic... I don't have a face. He was a part of the SNL cast many moons ago. He like died... Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I he didn't that. like die. He he did die. Um, drugs, I think. But, yeah, everyone was, like, so funny. That's terrible. That's so mean. Like, I'm not trying to say he's not funny, but I just personally don't get physical well, comedy. Well, I mean, well, like everybody says, comedy is subjective. Um, but even on his Wikipedia page, it says he was known for his loud, energetic comedy style. I mean... Like, he would, like, fall over and, like, do flips and stuff. If that's not for you, it's not for you. I mean, I'll admit, I don't like loud stuff either. If I I know what you mean. Like, you know, fall on a banana peel type of thing. It works in, in, like, cartoons from back in the day, but I don't know. It's very Three Stooges to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do old people think that that's funny? I don't know, but I also want to talk about this for a second. I feel like we're already... <laughs> okay, I won't stay on this long. But somebody on TikTok that he was mentioning... I wish I could remember who this was. But this was after the Elon Musk uh, episode, which I didn't see. But I did see, like, clips from it or stills. And people weren't, like, impressed. Because it all... 
SNL has been doing this past season, which I think is really strange. They're, like, making fun of Gen Z, which, like, to an extent, I think that's funny because, you know, there's funny things to make fun of. And they've made fun of millennials, too. But it's, like, they're so out of touch about it to where it's not even funny. And let's be honest, SNL needs younger writers. They really do. I mean, and they also need younger cast members. And he was, like, here's what I, who I would take out. And he took out almost every single person. And I kind of agree. Because, I, I mean, you, I don't know. I feel like they don't have that wide uh, range of audience. It's people who are funny, but I feel like they're not working with their audience. Because they're like, well, let's stay with the people who watched us in the 70s. Well, and that's like so true because... No, Gen Z aren't the only ones who are watching SNL, but you're, first of all, they're so, and um, they, politically, they lean towards the left, which, I mean, is probably going to be a much younger audience, just from what, not saying that older people can't be. Um, So already they've cut out so many older people by doing that. And then they bring on guests and hosts who appeal to younger audiences and still they're like yeah sometimes and still they're just like eh let's just make fun of them that's gonna be the humorous part of it and some of their sketches I'm like this is just not funny to begin with it has it literally has nothing to do with making fun of people it's like we don't have to make a sketch about this. It's just not funny. I just think some people in the cast aren't funny either. And that's not to like be hateful towards anybody. But some people, I look at them, not all, but some, I look at them. I'm like, how did you get this job? I think some people, I, I think the same way about that. And I would have to say this. I thought, I used to think Pete Davidson was funny. Like, Back when, you know, he was, like, the resident young person. Which, by the way, you need more young people, like I just said. Um, But now he's so barely in it. And when he is, it's, like, not even... Like, what is he in it for? And some of the people just need to leave the show. I'm like, y'all are successful to begin with. I know some of them already have their own TV shows. I'm like, why are y'all still on SNL? Like, please leave. And bring in new people. But I don't you- trust Lauren. This is terrible. I, I'm never going to have a career in comedy anyway, so who cares? But, like, Lauren Michaels, who is, like, the big man on campus, is also older. So oh, yeah. I think, like, his final say in things, and I don't know if it's just him. I'm sure there are other people who are, like, on the cast decision board or whatever. I'm like, do y'all have the ability to choose people that younger people would think are funny? But also, like, do younger people like sketch comedy anymore? Because I feel like sketch comedy is just, like, not, like, internet humor. I don't know. The stuff I hate the most on SNL is the music, like, music videos and stuff. When they try to do, like, music video parodies, I hate that type of stuff. Because for some reason, I can never click with it. I like sketch stuff sometimes I like when um John Mulaney is a guest or like and he's a guest writer he did this one uh he wrote this one sketch something about lobster 
And it was kind of a musical-ish, but it was a play on that. And it's like Pete Davidson's character goes into this diner, orders a lobster. And this whole thing is like, why are you ordering a lobster in a diner? Just get a burger or something. So then there's this whole sketch where it's like very musical. Like you can tell all of these people came from musical theater and this is their time to shine. And you got people dressed up as lobsters you know, singing about like finally being taken away and finally dying or something. And I think that's like good stuff because it's so ridiculous to like, like, how can you even criticize this? I'm going to say something controversial. I don't mm. get the John Mulaney like adoration. I mean, there's like a whole lot of stuff about John Mulaney these days. And because, like, well, I mean, I know that he divorced his wife and now apparently he's dating Olivia Munn, but. You know, none of my business. I mean, I don't care. I'm not in that mm-hmm. marriage. But, like, I I don't know. I think he's funny. You know, I've seen a few of his shows, and I, I don't know. Like, that's just not something that I'll ever sit down and watch. But like, not just from him, but, like, people in general, comedy shows. Because mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. Well, some people are so loud. I'm just, like, I don't. Like, you don't have to be loud. I can hear you just fine. You know? But can you hear the outro just fine? Hope you're having the greatest week. The Honestly, the funniest week you've ever had. Funny ha-ha or funny strange. Ha-ha-ha. Or ooh. <laughs> ooh. And while you're doing that, please give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. And follow us on Twitter at... Courage and Doll, and if you do have Twitter but you still want to tell us your thoughts, then email us couragedollpodcast at gmail.com and subscribe. Bye! Bye!